from Studio One at the worldwide headquarters of ESPN and from Studio HD in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. The legal tampering window is open in the NFL, and there's pure panic for Jets fans everywhere. I actually felt bad watching Greeny this morning. But there's one thing that Jets fans need to be reminded of that could change their entire perspective on it that's like a warm, comforting hug. And it's a backup plan that still gets them an epic player. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app series, XM Channel 80. And your smart speakers, just tell them, hey, play ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Speaking of Harry and I, you can play against Harry and I along with the rest of ESPN Radio on ESPN's Tournament Challenge. Fear not, we will get you all caught up on your brackets. We're going to be going for it. Download the Tournament Challenge app. Fill out your men's and women's brackets. Don't forget to join the ESPN Radio men's and women's groups in the game. We're both going to have brackets out there. We'll see how that goes. I have no idea. I'm just going to pick things based on the jersey colors I like. I think this year it, it never works for me. In the meantime, Harry, I've got a message of comfort. All right? I've got... I, I am ready to to give Greeny and Evan and everybody else that's a Jets fan a, a warm hug. Are you ready for this? Talk See, to us. And we keep talking about the fact that we don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. And they mm-hmm. could miss out on Jimmy G and Jacoby Brissett. We talked about this a minute ago that because of the timing, these guys could sign elsewhere while they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers. But, but there's one nugget that everybody's forgetting. Nobody in the NFL can talk to anybody today that is a restricted free agent. So the first time that any of these teams that you smartly point out that say they're not interested in Lamar can actually talk to Lamar is Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. So for the next 24 hours, Aaron Rodgers takes the Jets for a ride and they don't get a quarterback that they want and everybody else turns around and signs Jimmy G or Jacoby. All of a sudden, the Jets can send that private jet right over to Lamar and still be uh-huh. on his door Wednesday at 4 in the afternoon be like, hey, don't pay attention to any of the rumors you heard. We never actually gave Aaron Rodgers the ring. We were holding the real ring for you. We love you. See, they can do that. You talk about backup plan. Oh, so it could work out in the Jets' favor. Now, here's the question. And Evan, I want you to chime in on this as well because you're a huge Jets fan. Will Woody Johnson... Put the offer on the table for Lamar Jackson to Lamar Jackson's liking. Do you think that will happen? No, not yet. Oh. Not yet. I, I think Ooh. I think the Rangers are uh, the Rangers. Yes, I'm. I'm You're up already in hockey, in hockey mode. I'm already no, in hockey mode. Why, why would you bring I, up a mediocre I, I, hockey team if you're talking about any hockey team? Wow. It better be the damn Boston I, Bruins, not mediocrity. I, Shout out to the Bruins, by the way, for I, a record-setting I, season. Go ahead. I'm already beyond. I'm already giving up on the Jets. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> think the Jets do anything like uh, until they know for sure on on Rodgers. Then I think Jimmy G, if he's not signed yet. Is the next option like I think Jimmy G's going to be signed in the next? But but what if he's not there? What if he's not there? There's been no indication that the Jets are going to pursue Lamar Jackson. Now maybe it's because they're all in on trying to lure Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. But I've just not seen any news or rumblings or speculation on the Jets and Lamar Jackson. And I don't want to get my hopes up for that just yet because I I think (laughs) that. It doesn't Evan, make sense Evan, that you wouldn't. Evan have seen looks it. like he's about to piss himself yeah, if things go I, wrong. Because I am. Because <laughs> here's but when the you thing. do that, the one thing you don't want to do, and, and I'll have to say this gently because I work for Mickey Mouse, is you don't want to be caught with you know you don't want to be caught standing there. Right. But the, the issue you don't want to get Jets, caught with the banana in the tailpipe. 
basically. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I'm just like, with Lamar and the Jets, like, I just have this this vision of Lamar if he goes to the Jets. Like, the Jets hired Nathaniel Hackett, kind of like the Broncos <laughs> did last year, trying to get Aaron Rodgers, and then he ended up Russell Will- with Russell Wilson and couldn't build an offense around him. Like, that is my biggest fear with the Jets, is they do end up with Lamar, and they have this offense coordinator they hired to bring in Aaron Rodgers, who can't build an offense oh, around Lamar. You throw another press conference, you're like, by the way, <laughs> we'd like to announce a hiring of Lamar Jackson, and the unfortunate firing of Nathaniel Hackett. And like, Gre- you just Greg, do all once the same day. And Greg Roman is, is coming to the Jets. All, all once the same day. <laughs> but, check, but check this out. Okay, if, if, you, if you don't get Aaron Rodgers, you don't get Lamar, Jacoby Brissett, if you can't get Jimmy Garoppolo as well, because I think Jimmy, Rock, Jimmy Garoppolo will be gone at some point. What, what about Jacoby Brissett, Matthew Stafford, two guys? Are, are you satisfied with any one of those guys? So Stafford's interesting. I just don't know how much he really has left. Like, he was hurt a lot last year. Yeah. I mean, the neck, the shoulder, concussion, or the elbow, concussions. Like, like, Matthew Stafford sounds great on paper. I just don't know that he has enough left. You know what, Evan? I have it. I got it. I got it. Sam Darnold used to be a Jet. He's seen Ghost at, ghost at one point. Mm-hmm. What if he returns and the Ghost no, no longer, he called the Ghostbusters to help him, the Ghosts are no longer there? Then you re-sign Mike White. Like, <laughs> like, honestly, I'd rather Mike White than Sam Darnold at this point. Like, Mike White, if he could stay healthy, played well last year, uh, look, not well look, enough. We're, we're going to put a whole pause on this for a second. This might be the most disappointing moment in show history. Javante did not one time here pull up Ghostbusters. We just mentioned seeing Ghost. I didn't get a Ghostbusters reference. I didn't get a Ghostbusters <laughs> drop. There was no Ghostbusters. Javante, what are we doing today? Like, I understand why Evan's distracted. He's a Jets fan, but where's my... Like, I mean, you're seeing Ghosts. We didn't get Ghosts. I, I ain't afraid of no Ghosts. Uh, <laughs> we are off the rails at this point. And it's fine. It's fine. Uh, this is what's happening to the entire network because even uh, I'll, I'll point as a Raiders fan. Everybody knows my fandom, right? So I'm just going to be honest with you. I got a Shefty window open. I got a Rossini window open on my, my laptop or on my computer at work. I also have a Vic Tafer window open because he does a great job covering the team for the Athletic. And even Vic said, he tweeted out, it's a blast start to the free agency period. A Rogers decision would help get things moving around the league. It feels like everything's sort of stuck right now. And that's only funny to me, Harry, because it takes one move. Like, everybody presumed that Derek Carr was going to be comfortable being a backup plan, but me. I kept saying, I don't think he wants that. I don't think Jimmy G is going to be comfortable sitting around and being a backup plan. And I think over the course of the next couple hours, he's going to get a new team. The minute that happens, they're going to run, run to the gates to get Jacoby Brissett because the one thing you don't want to be stuck in this game of musical chairs is without anybody. And all of a sudden, uh, the Evans and Greenies of the world are going to be sitting here Wednesday morning realizing that the, the while we've heard nothing to this point about Lamar Jackson, fine. You're gonna If you're Woody Johnson, you wake up and you walk into your meeting and you have your, your dozen double chocolate donuts, because I would imagine that's how you start your stressful day, and you're eating the donuts, and you're just pounding these donuts, and you're looking across at your, your great team running it, and you're like, alright, so what are our options at quarterback? And somebody says, Lamar, and he says, I'm not really interested. And somebody else says, the draft, and, and all of a sudden, well, the top four quarterbacks we can't get. And the last guy in the room says, Andy Dalton. The answer to that is, you're fired, let's get the jet, and let's go get Lamar. Like, it's that simple. Oh, oh, now Woody Johnson has to send out a message to all the fans. I'm sorry, everyone. 
one, I've let you down again. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think I'd rather Baker Mayfield than Andy Dalton. I mean, Baker Mayfield's <laughs> going to be gone too because according to Rossini, Tampa Bay's all in on, on mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield. That's going to happen. Yep. We are in a world, people, where a team is going to rely on their entire fate this season on Baker damn Mayfield. And we're trying to sit here telling, telling people that nobody wants Lamar Jackson. I just, this, is, <laughs> this is asinine. It's crazy, isn't it? Makes no, it, makes no, it makes no sense to me. It never will. It never will. I think that's why, for all the conversation of who people are in or out on, when you look at the list, and again, I'm, I'm pulling up here the Athletics free agency list at quarterback. Number one, Lamar. Number two, Jimmy G. I think he's going to be gone within hours. Number three, Jacoby Brissett. I think we'll have his next destination by today. So now you got Gardner Minshew, who I, uh, is going to get some offers from places. Then you get into Andy Dalton, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is the eighth best quarterback. If we believe the Bill Barnwell article earlier this year of 12 teams that need a new quarterback in the NFL, well, mm-hmm. right now, Teddy Bridgewater is the eighth best quarterback free agent, and he is, according to the athletic rankings, 142nd overall in the free agency list. Like, that's not mm-hmm. the guy you want as your quarterback when your job's on the line. Jeez, come on, Jets, man. I, 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 honestly, I want this for you, Evan. I want this for the Jets. I want this for Greeny. I want this for Fireman Ed. I, I, I want this for everyone who's involved within the Jets organization because y'all guys have waited so long, waited so long for a playoff appearance, waited so long for success, and I think you guys deserve it. But you, you also, like – If you can't get Aaron Rodgers, you might, you might want to try to go get, you know – Lamar Jackson. I'm just saying, though, this is one or two teams this year that have done this to themselves. The Jets and the Colts came out very publicly after the season and said, we will fix the quarterback position. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't know that. You don't know how you're going to fix it, which is why as much as we hate it when GMs and coaches come out and they say, well, we're just going to do the best we can and we're not going to reach and we're going to see, you know, kind of how the board plays out. Like there's a reason that that's the approach taken because now you have been absolutely telling the entire, this is like a a bad episode of The Office where Michael Scott promises this great prize for everybody. (laughs) Uh, I've I've got a present for everybody at the end of the day, a surprise for the world at the end of the day. And it's like bad ice cream bars and the whole office is looking around saying, well, this better not be the surprise, right? Like, that's what's happening. If you're the Colts, you just watch the Panthers jump you and you have no idea what quarterback might be there for for you to, air quotes, fix your problem. If you're the Jets, you're watching Aaron Rodgers take his time in the darkness, you have no idea what's going to, air quotes, fix your problem. Like, these are two teams that make promises they can't keep. I have the answer for y'all, Evan. I have the answer for y'all. Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. Okay. Evan. Stetson Bennett? You want Stetson Bennett in the... Evan, how would you feel about Stetson? I'd have been dignifying your response. I mean, that's going to be a quality third-round pick, you know? like Who doesn't want to go into a Super Bowl-type roster with a quality third- or fourth-round pick as their quarterback? Uh, First of all, let's address Stetson Bennett the fourth the proper way. Back-to-back national champion. Back-to-back national champion, fellas. Well, I mean, if we're just going right to take national championships here, I mean, A.J. McCarron's having a hell of a year in the XFL. Like, he's got a bunch of those natties from from uh, Alabama. Just flop in A.J. and just see well, where may- things Well, maybe go. he's going to get some calls. You think uh, he's yeah, going to get yeah, some he calls? He probably is. Uh, Fitz and Harry's brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Uh, obviously, we've already seen a huge move made. You're not going to believe what actually got the deal done. We'll tell you about it next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. You're watching the ESPN Tournament Challenge Marathon. 
Download the Tournament Challenge app and fill out your men's and women's brackets now. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Jason Fitz and Harry Douglas are Fitz and Harry. I'm scared of Howard the Duck, so. Wait, 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 wait. Howard the Duck is scared of? Yes. Howard the Duck. Why, why would you possibly be scared of an adorable little huggable duck with a big backside? Because, man, I seen this, like, duck scary movie when I was a kid. And it was, I, all I can remember is it was, the duck was, like, evil. And it was, like, a truck, a big truck that the duck was in. And I used to have nightmares about it. So I never liked ducks from that point on. To be very clear, I was not backside shaming Howard the Duck. Very body positive on famous ducks. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel Lady Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Don't take your victory lap yet, Chicago. The ever never-ending updates when it comes to the chaos known as legal tampering. Diana Rossini reporting 39 seconds ago, the Broncos are also in on right tackle Mike McGlinchey per sources. So... Uh, we thought maybe, uh, I don't know, less than an hour ago, it looked like all signs where he was headed to Chicago, but the Broncos are also making sure that they're getting in there. And I, I got to be clear here because some people, Harry, might think that I was just making fun of Evans' quarterback situation for the Jets because they could wind up stuck without one. I'm only, you know, there's a, a theory in in uh, therapy sometimes called displacement where you take like your, your emotions and you put it on someone else. I'm doing that with Evan. Look, I'm doing that with Evan <laughs> right now because my beloved Raiders may have absolutely no, like I think I might be the quarterback for the Raiders this fall. I have no idea. Shefty pointing out when the negotiating window for free agency opens, uh, the Texans and Raiders are expected to pursue former 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo per league sources. Jets could also get in. But uh, the fact is there are some reporting that Jared Stidham has already uh, looks like he signed a deal uh, with the Denver Broncos, according to some reports. So every one of the backup plans for the Raiders has also gone the way of the Dodo bird. It's extinct. So I don't know what the Raiders are going to do a quarterback either. So that's why I'm uh, I'm I'm putting uh, sort of all of this out there. And I do believe. Oh oh wait, I'll break everything. We got we do we have a breaking we have breaking news here. I got to get your reaction to this right away. One of the best free agents. Are you kidding me? One of the best free agents in the NFL is going to the 49ers. Mother of God. Former Eagles defensive tackle Javon Hargrave has reached an agreement on a four-year, four-year, $80 million deal, including $40 million in guaranteed at signing with the 49ers, according to Shefty. Deal negotiated and confirmed by Drew Rosenhaus and Ryan Mathis. So the agents letting Shefty know flat out Javon Hargrave, uh, who, by the way, according to most rankings this year, was uh, the number one or two free agent coming into this offseason. 30 years old for the Eagles, gets an $80 million deal deal including 40 million guaranteed and the 49ers who were a quarterback away just said you know what we'll just keep building it who needs a quarterback when you can just kick everybody's butt in every other way well this is a huge move for the 49ers and I don't think they're happy with Javon Kinlaw's play you know they drafted him in the first round a few years ago and I don't think they lived up to the hype that they thought that he was going to be able to bring to the organization so what do you do you bring over um, Javon Hargrave, who who had a tremendous year and was really one of the staples of that defensive line for the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, they just signed – I think they re-signed Derek Barnett or Brandon Graham. It was one of the guys I think they just re-signed. So, I mean, Brandon Graham, it was Brandon Graham. So, you can't – you don't have enough money for everybody. 
Plus, you still got to figure out how to pay uh, Jalen Hurts, and you got key secondary guys for, for the Eagles that are free agents as well. So this is a major move for for the rich who gets richer once once again. Yeah, the 49ers get richer, and the defending NFC champions now in the first hour and 20 minutes of this period have lost not only Javon Hargrave, but also linebacker TJ Edwards uh, signing to bear, with the Bears, according to reports, on a three-year deal. So not only have they lost both their coordinators, but today they lose two key pieces on the defense, which, again, we, we sort of saw this coming. It's why this wasn't a traditional Eagles young team that you were saying, well, they'll just run it back. They have a lot of free agents. they got a lot of money to figure out. But Javon Hargrave goes to a team in the 49ers that continues. I don't know how they do it. Uh, the salary cap is obviously funny money. They play Monopoly, and they find a way to do it, and they continue to be aggressive every single year on making sure that they are a Super Bowl-caliber team that starts in the trenches for them. So uh, they might be losing McGlinchey, but they're going to be on the other side of the ball adding Hargrave. So uh, that is a massive signing, and now we do. It does look like uh, we have McGlinchey uh, now instead of going to where we thought. We thought an hour ago he was headed to Chicago. That's why this is all wild. Former 49ers Niners right tackle Mike McGlinchey is signing with the Broncos per Diana Rossini. The Broncos have added McGlinchey guard Ben Powers from the Ravens, and there's reports out that they will sign Jarrett Stidham as their backup quarterback. So a big reworking on the offensive side of the ball. Two offensive linemen, two big offensive linemen right out of the gates, Harry. Well, you want to know why? Guess who got sacked more than anybody in the National Football League last year? The quarterbacks of the Denver Broncos. They got sacked 63 times. So what is Sean Payton going to do as soon as he come in? You know what? We need to revamp this offensive line. We're going to get the guys that we need that can compete at a high level because one of the things I do know about Sean Payton, right, he's going to be balanced on offense. He's going to rush the football effectively. He's going to use multiple personnel groupings. But also when it's time to take your shots and pass the football, he wants to be effective in that manner. Those things aren't possible if your offensive line isn't intact. So the first thing he said, you know what, we need to make sure it is. We need to give Russell Wilson everything that he needs to, you know, reassert himself to being a good quarterback. Ben Powers was the sixth-ranked interior offensive lineman in free agency, according to The Athletic. Mike Bugunchi, the fourth-ranked offensive tackle. So they're looking around, and obviously this is a little bit, I say this all the time, but like your favorite flavor of ice cream. Uh, but the Broncos are obviously being aggressive about the flavors that they want. And Jared Stidham, according to reports, uh, trying to sign there as a backup quarterback, also uh, becomes part of that conversation for them as they uh, are doing a full rework. We had to expect a little of this with Sean Payton. We just didn't know how aggressive they would be. There are also multiple reports out there from our guys that the Broncos are at least taking phone calls when it comes to their wide receivers. So it feels like they are completely reworking their offense, Harry. Like this is, they are yeah. looking to look wildly different next year. Well, one thing, when it comes to Sean Payton, his offensive line is not going to be mediocre, man. Because it's, it's banked on protecting the quarterback. And also, you got to realize, he dealt, he dealt with um, Drew Brees for a very long time, who was a shorter qu- quarterback. Russell Wilson is a shorter quarterback. He wants to be able to provide that security to where the quarterback isn't worried about anything in his offensive alignment up front. That's what he's doing right now with these moves. We always love it when you guys call in Triple Eight State ESPN. Nathan in Ontario, let's get a call in here real quick. Nathan, what do you got, man? Thanks for calling the show. Hey, uh, you guys are great. Thanks for taking my phone call. Thanks. As a as a Packers fan, I can really say I feel for the Jets fans out there. Like this is just what we do every year. We call this off season waiting on Aaron Rodgers, waiting on Brett Favre, whatever it is, waiting on a prima donna quarterback at the twilight of his career to decide if he still wants to play here. I feel bad for you, everyone in New York. 
Nathan, thanks for the comment. You know what's amazing? Because Nathan's in Ontario, but he echoes the sentiment of so many Packers fans. One of the biggest differences is like, Packers fans are like, yeah, man, it's cool. You know, that's just, it stinks, but it is what it is. They're not going to be that kind about it in New York. You know the media and that fan base. He's going to be going for a slice somewhere, and somebody's going to throw it at him. Be like, get your pizza, get out of here. You're going to have probably a 96-year-old grandmother that sees Aaron Rodgers and say, you need to hurry up. You should have made the decision faster. That's how they are up there now. Uh, that that accent, I'm, 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 you know what? I'm surprised by that. That's championship level effort. A championship team. That. I try. I try. <laughs> a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with their vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay. Guaranteed fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Our NFL GM is going to weigh in on all these moves so far and tell us what he would do if he was sitting there with the Jets waiting on a Rodgers. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. And we still don't know, but when we do know, you'll know, I can promise you that. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, we want to get right to it, so we're going to grow the wolf pack by one for our buddy Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, joining us right away. Uh, first and foremost, Mike, uh, I got to tell you, Harry's got candles ready. The, they're lit. Harry, what's the scent of the day? What did we What do we got over there? Like the it first? is Southern Peach Tea. Oh, Southern That's Peach Tea. Is. Do we approve yes. of that? I mean, Mike, is that a good candle scent? Southern Peach Tea. No, that sounds way too soothing and calm for the first day of uh, you know legal negotiations here. We need something a little bit more robust, you know, because we're guys are flying off the boards here. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I I love how you called it legal negotiating. That tells you how he, he used to be in the front office. We call it legal tampering. He's far more professional. Okay, we'll get to some of the transactions we've seen so far, Mike. But realistically, nothing from Aaron Rodgers. I don't know how surprising that is. But what are you doing right now if you're the Jets? really working hard on an alternative because you don't want to lose out on Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, let's say, and Aaron Rodgers. So I'm talking to Jimmy Garoppolo's agent. I'm trying to manage as many of these deals as possible because until you get an answer, you can't assume that he's coming for whatever reason. Either he wants to go back to Green Bay or he wants to retire, whatever it may be. And, Mike, i got to ask you, if the Jets don't know by Wednesday on Aaron Rodgers, do they pivot to Lamar Jackson instead? Yeah, you know, Harry, I wouldn't even be waiting until Wednesday. You know, Lamar certainly has to be in there. Uh, is it Matt Stafford? Is it Ryan Tannehill? Is it Jimmy Garoppolo? You know, if I'm the just, i got to be looking at all the alternatives until I, I solidify a better quarterback for, for the team. I'm going to ask you totally. I know we got transactions to get there, but, like, a very real question here, Mike, because players always talk about moments they miss the game. On a day like today, do you miss being in the front office? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, I certainly do from a standpoint that you feel like you're really helping your organization and you know, we were talking earlier in Get Up about, like, the angst in the Jets building. Look, I, I lived at it, you know, a number of years ago with Brett Favre. Like, you're just looking at your phone, and it's a yes or a no. And I probably spoke to Bus Cook, Brett Favre's agent, a hundred times, you know, over, like, a, a two-week period. So, in some ways, I miss it desperately. But on other ways, I don't miss it at all because, you know, you're, you feel like your whole organization, you have this incredible responsibility. You don't want to let anybody down. You know, ownership, the players, the coaches, your, the men and women you come into work hard with every day, and it all seems to come down to, like, one phone call. So parts of that I really don't miss. So up until this point right now, what's the one deal that stood out to you the most? Um, good question. You know, I think T.J. Edwards was a smart signing by Chicago. 
you know, more, certainly more cost-effective than Roquan Smith. I'm a little surprised by uh, Javon Hargrave going to the 49ers. Like, to me, that's a case of the rich getting richer. It's such a good um, defensive line, and, you know, that just shows you how they believe in building the team philosophically. Um, so they lose McGlinchey to Denver, but they get Hargrave. So um, I, I think, for me, like, the 49ers are sort of, like, all in and how they're doing it, and it's been really successful for them. You've talked a lot on Get Up about the Aaron Rodgers tax that the Jets have to pay, and that just sort of comes with it. When you're playing, when you're spending on the first day of legal negotiating, how much of a tax do you have to add to all of these contracts? Yeah, Jason, it's a great point. You're paying for certainty. Look, you know, history will show that. You know, look, at some point, Andrew Wiley's going to sign, and he's not as good as McClinchy, but you know, he'll certainly be cheaper, but. Um, you know, you're paying a premium for high-character, productive, durable players that are, you know, really check every box. Like a guy like Javon Hargrave checks every box. Calais Campbell, he'll sign at some point, but he's obviously a lot older. So the premium you're paying is because you're really taking the risk out of what the players should be able to do. And Mike McGlinchey, what do you think of the moves that the Broncos have made with Ben Powers and Mike McGlinchey? Yeah, I, I, I really like uh, what they're doing. You know, from a standpoint, they added uh, Jared Stenham as well. And to give Russell Wilson the best chance, Harry, you got to fortify the line. So, so I like it a lot. And one thing you've talked about a lot is the Bears strategy at the top, you know, trading Justin Fields, picking Bryce Young. We know that's off the table now that they made that trade. What did you make of the transaction to move down to nine? I think if you were going to make a trade, I think they did a great job. You know, DJ Moore, you know, we could argue if he's a one or a two, but he's a good football player. Um, and then what I really like is they have a little bit of insurance that if Justin Fields doesn't work out, they have two ones next year, guys. And typically when you are playing a young quarterback, which presumably Carolina will be doing, that next year's first-round pick will be higher. So now you package your one, their one, and you will be it Caleb Williams or whomever else the quarterbacks may be, you know, in 2024 – now you're well-positioned if Justin Fields doesn't work out. Much the way Philadelphia was prepared to do that, and then Jalen Hurts played really well. Now you have you know, the extra picks. So I really like the value of the trade. Now ultimately this is going to come down to how does C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Justin Fields all play, and they'll be compared to you know, one another. How do, you, you mentioned tax, so now I'm going to go to draft tax because if you are a team that's quarterback needy and you see that one and two off the board are likely very quarterback needy teams as well, and four with the Indianapolis is quarterback needy, do you have to pay more than you're comfortable with to move up to three to assure that you get one of the guys that you want? Yeah, I thought the beneficiary of this situation was uh, Arizona because clearly they're going to come out of this and be able to move back a couple slots and get something – really good and probably still get the best defensive player, which is Will Anderson out of Alabama. So with so many teams need a quarterback, I think Chicago and Arizona will benefit from that. One thing I'm sure of, Mike, is every guest we talk to today, I'm going to ask the same thing. Who's going to be the Raiders quarterback this year? Got any insight? You want to break it here on the show? Just let me know so I know like how much whiskey to buy for the fall. Like, Do, do I have a quarterback? What am I doing, Mike? Yeah, I, you know, I got a more fundamental question. Like, why does Aaron Rodgers going there doesn't make sense? That, like, to me... You know, it's closer to home. Devontae Adams, Josh has done really well with quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers with Tom Brady. Um, they were, what, in nine one-score games a year ago. 
Jason, I, I always thought Rodgers to the Raiders made a lot of sense. Well, as long as it's not me or you playing quarterback, because right now that's what I think it's going to I mean, I have no hope, Mike. <laughs> I have no hope, Mike. Although you would be far better at that than I would. We all know that. Uh, always appreciate Although, you. To, Go ahead. I do lack some short area quickness, so I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Appreciate your time. I know it's a slam day. Thanks for hanging out with us, my friend. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks. This is getting some great insight. I always love the fact that Tannenbaum sat in front offices to so to actually lean on his experience. Like I love leaning on Harry's experience from playing. I love leaning on Mike's experience from being in the front office on a day like today. Coming up, the latest from the NFL and one deal that could impact what happens with Lamar. Next, Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. You're watching the ESPN Tournament Challenge Marathon. That's right. You can play against Harry and I along with the rest of ESPN Radio on ESPN's Tournament Challenge Download the Tournament Challenge app. Find out your men's, or sorry, and fill out your men's and women's brackets. Don't forget to join the ESPN Radio men's and women's groups in the game. Look at all the brackets being created with the ESPN Tournament Challenge. It's time for you to sign up and play. Again, download the Tournament Challenge app. Fill out your men's and women's brackets. Don't forget to join the ESPN Radio men's and women's group in the game. We'll be hanging out with you there. Harry and I will both have brackets. This is one of the joys we do every day for the next couple of days. We'll get you caught up on how many of you guys are signed up. And we will, of course, do the one thing that this show will do better than any other. We will trash talk our way in or out of whatever it is. I cannot practice promise that my bracket will be any good, but I can promise that the trash talking will. Fitz and Harry, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, Harry, I, I, I philosophical question for you. All right. Uh, I'm looking at this deal. Javon Hargrave, who, by the way, according to The Athletic, was the number two ranked uh, free agent available today. He signed an $84 million deal. Four years, Mm -hmm. $84 million. That includes $40 million guaranteed at signing with the 49ers. As of right now, when you talk about that kind of money, that is on a roster that doesn't have somebody making a ton of money at the quarterback position, that's quarterback-like money, right? So you're talking about $40 million guaranteed. I realize that's low, but still, compared to quarterbacks, but still. All I'm asking is, why is it that every time a quarterback wants money, we run around like Kermit the Frog saying, he should take less for his team. But on a day like today, where Javon Hargrave signs $40 million in guarantees, nobody's talking about it. According to multiple reports, Mike McGlinchey, who's been signed by the Broncos, according to multiple reports, his contract includes $50 million fully guaranteed. Now, not a damn person's going to ask an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman to take less, and then everybody's going to run up here every time a quarterback wants to get paid and say, well, you got to take less so that you can get your teammates. Why? I mean, you, look at let's, look at the two guys you just mentioned, though. You just mentioned Javon Hargrave, right, who had 11 sacks from the D-tackle position for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a game changer. He's a guy that can go get the quarterback, the guy that's, you know, you're talking about this, you know, asking for that money and people want them, want them to take a pay cut. You look at Mike McGlinchey, he's a guy that's going to protect that quarterback, right? So you're talking about where everything starts out on a football team. It starts in the trenches. It starts up front. It starts on the offensive line. It starts on the defensive line. Plus, these guys are free agents. Why would I go to this guy and say, hey, you know what? You can take less money to come here. Okay. 
you feel that way, I'm just going to go sign with the other team. So that's why you don't do it with those guys, especially offensive linemen and D-line. But I think that's why you don't do it for any of them. I mean, Deron Payne reaches a deal uh, that was reached yes for anyone that wasn't paying attention yesterday. A recent agreement on a four-year $90 million deal that includes $60 million in guarantees. And you think about that salary cap number for a defensive tackle, that's high compared to other defensive tackles. We just don't sit there and say, well, this, this tackle needs to take less so that he can keep a better edge rusher next to him. Like, it's still the same concept at some point the concept is if you want to build a great team you should leave money on the table but today fans are going to just absolutely rejoice no matter if you're a Broncos fan you don't care how much they paid McGlinchey you just want your offensive line to be better you're not no, worried but, but about check, it but check this out though you you mentioned Javon Hargrave right that's probably why he wasn't able to sign back with the Philadelphia Eagles is because you know what he probably felt like his value was and rightfully so so that's why he went and signed with the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. I just, I wish we'd stop asking any of these guys to take less than they want to take in their moment to get paid as much as they want to get paid. Because it seems like the only position, nobody ever sits there and says, well, Christian McCaffrey should take less so that they can have more weapons around him. No, we just do that around quarterbacks. So, going to be interesting. By the way, the Bucs, uh, scroll back up there for me, Evan. Thank you, peeking behind the curtain. Uh, the Bucks are trying to sh- trade Shaq Mason. Uh, if there is no trade, you could be looking at a cap casualty. So, the Bucks all over the place. They're one of those teams, 50 million over, according to some reports, obviously in a strange situation. And the Saints have been gutted today. They've now, uh, now looks like they're poised to lose David Oninia. Oh, I knew I would screw it up. Oh, Thank you. Uh, he's going to the Falcons. They also are losing Shy Tuttle and Marcus Davenport. But uh, Oninia, never again. Not even going to try. Big addition for the Falcons. <laughs> big loss for the Saints. And I'm going to learn how to speak during the next break. No, this is this is a huge uh, signing for the Atlanta Falcons because Ryan Nielsen, who's now the defensive coordinator for the Falcons, he was in uh, New Orleans and he coached a lot of these guys uh, in New Orleans. Also, Terry Fontenot, their their general manager, he came from New Orleans. So, a uh, signing for the Atlanta Falcons, who's who, who, a guy who's familiar with their defensive coordinator, not just a defensive coordinator but a guy in Terry Fontenot who's their general manager. So great move for the Falcons, looking to shore up that pass rush with uh, Arnold Ebiketti, their rookie who had a, a, tr- a tremendous le- year last year, and also Grady Jarrett, who's been wonderful his entire career. Breaking news. Just got it from Shefty. Mm-hmm. We now know where Jimmy G is headed. Where? Former 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is signing with the Las Vegas Raiders per Diana Rossini and Adam Schefter. There's Garopp- your quarterback. And by the way, I don't miss Cleo this on uh, very often, but the day Derek Carr was gone and everybody asked me, what are the Raiders going to do? I said, it's not Aaron Rodgers. I said, it's not Lamar Jackson. It's going to be Jimmy G and a rookie quarterback. Jimmy Ooh. G and a rookie quarterback. And I've been saying that for two months. Ooh. So, uh, look, the Raiders have signed Jimmy G. And obviously, that's going to mean a lot uh, to I'm what they're trying to do. I'm taking it further. I'm taking it further. Where do the Jets go now? The vice grips are out Aaron there. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, look, at this point, Evan, our producer extraordinaire, is just like, I think he just walked up to Javante that's working on the show and said, just kick me in the no-nos. At this point, it would hurt less. At this point, uh, the Jets, <laughs> whatever, every single one of the Jets' backup plans continually turn around and say, you know what? You know what, Harry? I want to be. I, I want to go somewhere where I'm loved. I want to go somewhere where I'm respected. I want to go somewhere where people want me. Evan, what did you say earlier? Woody Johnson wouldn't offer Lamar Jackson that contract? Oh, he might be forced to if they don't get 
Aaron Rodgers. Again, Woody Johnson's going to be sitting in the conference room in a couple of days eating a dozen double chocolate donuts because at least that's what I do when I'm stressed. So I'm presuming Woody Johnson does the same thing. And with a mouthful of double chocolate Dunkin' Cake donuts, because those are the best, he's going to look at somebody and he's going to say, what are our options? And they're going to say, the fifth best quarterback in this year's draft. He's going to fire that guy. And he's going to look over. He's going to say, Andy Dalton. And he's going to fire that guy. I mean, there is no option left. They're going to have to. The heat is on. The heat is on. Burning, burning, burning. The heat is on. All right, so we do not know. Oh, I got comp here. Woo! Some money. The Raiders Uh-oh. are giving 40, 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo a three-year, $67.5 million deal with $34 million guaranteed. $34 million guaranteed. So over the course of the next three years, uh, that obviously will play out. We will try and get more details on that because I know Raiders fans, you're like me, you're anxious. But for all of this conversation about Jimmy G, in the process of signing them, and in one statement made by Dan Graziano this morning, the Raiders tipped their hand at what they're going to do in the draft, and I have figured it out. It will change the entire outset of the top 10 of the draft. I'll tell you why next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, and as always, on the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. 